Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. I'm, and I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today I talk about the American Land Division System Explained. This I is one of those things. I you before Jill and I, today yeah, I. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this because Jill's not going to talk about it. <laughs> Jill doesn't care about this topic and you might not also. This topic is one of those things where you just need to know, you need to be aware of this system. You don't need to repeat it, you don't need to learn it, and you don't need to care. You just need to know the basic stuff. So we'll get through it quickly together for you. Before we get into it, let's take I'll a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. But before we get into that, I'm hoping that you know by now, we have a full-blown commercial printing company uh, that Jill and I created solely to help you get inexpensive direct mail offers in the hands of sellers fast. It's called Offers to Owners, offers the number two, owners.com. Jill and I set this company up several years ago, and uh, now we actually share it with the exact same people that we put in place to do our mailers. We share it with members and non-members alike. Recently, we, uh, you know, I looked at it, we mail between 700 and 800,000 offers a month. Um, and we do everything at any level of service that you want. We can just get it in the mail for you or we can do the entire mailer for you. Call 800-725-8816, which also uh, is eight is 800-JACK-JILL, I think. Mm, what's oh, the it's different a, number? Oh, never mind. Or email support at offers2owners.com for more information. All right. Is this the same Will? Will's, Will's mm-hmm. asking a lot yeah. of good questions. Okay. So Will is back from yesterday because <laughs> Will has a plethora of good questions in here, which I think is awesome. And Will wrote, okay, neighbor letter question. I've heard that mailing to everyone within a one mile radius is the recommendation. Got it. For those that are directly connected, i.e. to the property, should it be a different letter? Maybe more details, maybe more personal. seems like it could help. For example, I have a parcel that is a neighbor with a nicely built home and then a mobile home across the street. I consider writing, even hand addressing, a letter to the neighbor with the more expensive home to see if they would like to add an acre to their property and control what happens around them. How have you all handled your neighbor letters? To be honest, can I answer this, please? Yes, please. I have honestly will, I have done that and I would do that. I totally agree with that. Like my reason was I had a property that there was total physical access, thought there was legal access. It turned out it wasn't real legal access. It was really a weird situation. Even though there was a street named, it was odd. And there was even a cemetery back there that people were using this, like all the signs would tell you it's physical and legal to be going to the cemetery back in there, but it technically wasn't. So. The good news is it was there, it existed. I just needed a piece of paper from somebody to agree to it, right? So I isolated the neighbors and I down, I literally, personally, it didn't take me long at all, literally made a cute little map and I highlighted for each of the neighbors that I needed to ask for physical access. I said, here's my lot, here's your lot. You know, mine's yellow, yours is green, whatever it is. And I'm reaching out to you for two reasons, one, would you please, you know, I just need to help, need you to sign off on granting access. That was one. And then two was, hey, I'm putting this thing up for sale. Are you interested? Right? So what happened, what ended up happening was um, nobody, nobody reached out to buy it, but 
Um, I had two of them agree to the access, no problem. Wonderful. Now here's the end of the story. I actually had it listed with a broker, right? And so, what I, did I go get the access? Did I go through all the steps and everything? Nope, I did not. All I did was present that proof um, in the posting and with my broker. So our buyer knew that, hey, all you gotta do is reach out to this guy or this guy. They both will give you access. Here's a copy of the email, letter, whatever it is, fill in the blank, and, and they'll uh, hook you up. So that's how that goes. So that's one way. And then so for the outer circle, right? So that was my neighbors and the reason I needed that. And it was a great little way to talk to them like you're doing. For the rest of the planet, I'm not gonna, you know, for the 500 people that are within the mile radius or two mile or five mile, whatever makes sense, um, I'm not gonna hand write or hand address or anything like that. I'm gonna do a good old fashioned offers to owners neighbor letter and just get that out. And it's still, it's still very effective. That's the end of my story. Today's topic, American Land Division Explained. This is why you're listening. Every large city in the country is based off of the Public Land Survey System, PLSS, where there's a baseline. It's an X, picture an X. Uh, from going east to west, there's baseline. In fact, some cities, including Phoenix, have baseline road. And then running north-south is a meridian. Some cities have meridian uh, road. We do not here in Phoenix. But that center point where that X crosses is the point where all legal descriptions of land in that area are derived. That's the, the, uh, the center point. It's divided up into what's commonly known as the range, towns, town, uh, range township system and it's squares there's squares that come out from the center point north south east west within each one of those squares is 36 square miles one square mile is 640 acres and it just sprawls out outward and so when you look at land uh you will you will see if it's entirely and completely unsubdivided the legal description will say section 16 uh, ranged uh, six west township to north for example and that you can trace that back uh, all the way back to that center point what ends up happening in reality is we don't buy sections you know that's we, 640 we acres that that is a section yeah 640 acres equals a section mm -hmm. equals one square mile they're all exactly this it's different ways of say, describing the same thing before subdivisions, back in the day, you would take that 640 acres and you would cut it in half. And so then you would have, the legal description would read the north half of section, whatever, range, whatever, township, whatever. And then you would cut that again. So that 320 acres is now 160. It would be the east half of the south half and on and on and on. And so you can get that down to an acre and a quarter before it really gets, the description gets too long. Mm -hmm. Because this was um, limit, limiting, you know, in the 1800s, people started to, to uh, and this has all started to happen in Manhattan in the 17 and 1800s, um, sub, uh, enacting subdivisions, where you're taking properties that are smaller than that, uh, like whatever, two or three acres and making an entire subdivision, which is now, it's lot six of block 14, uh, you know, in subdivision pretty land 
that's the system explained. You just need to be aware of it. This is not the longest show or the most interesting, for sure. Certainly not for Jill. That's but, not bad. But that's it. Why? <laughs> Why? That's not bad. It's technically, too, when you see those descriptions, like you like the the north half of the south half of the left quarter you know you see it breaks it down like that it's pretty there's a lot of good stuff you can google and find online those are meets and bounds um descriptions it's pretty interesting i love it i get excited it's kind of fun when you Mm -hmm. see those sometimes too if you if you've been in this like we have you've seen all kinds of crazy legal descriptions like even back in the olden days you start from this tree and you go to this rock and there's still some i've come across to farmer johnson's south corner you see that in texas all the time it's hilarious and then what's great is good luck finding it right well there's where parcel fact came in we solved that but well, why do I know this? Why why the heck would why, I ever, why do I care? Ever know this? Right. Because believe it or not, I started buying and selling land before Google Earth or, yeah. or before any of these tools where wow. you could find property. You had to look at the legal description, you had to order the plat maps, mm-hmm. send a check Thank to you. the county. They would send you whatever you requested, the plat maps, a the literal book and page, map that you'd roll out on your desk. Put it out on the desk and you would find the property that you were thinking about buying. Yep. See where and, the road and is. And you would read the description backwards and find out where the baseline meridian is. Yeah. I remember. Which that. would force me, by the way, to to now that I know the area, buy more property there. Yeah. So there is some positive to that old school way. Yeah. It's pretty darn cool when you think about it. It's pretty wild. We still, to this day, rewrite descriptions. We just did. We just did a deal where yeah. we we bought five acres and cut it into four uh, acre and a quarter parcels. Mm-hmm. And we re- had a survey, we wrote the descriptions and created four APNs out of one and sold it for a lot more than we paid. Mm-hmm. So that's why you need to know about it. It's, it's, it's a, it can be a money-making thing. Is it fast? Can you do it overnight? No. Because <laughs> you got to get someone out there to do... The right, the right thing to do, too, by the way, if you really want to do this, is uh, hire a company that has been Surveyor. doing this the whole time. Engin- land engineer, yeah. Right. And they know everybody at the county, and everybody at the county knows them, and they can get it done, and they know the exact forms and how to get it through, and they go and stand in line and probably get to the front of the line because they have a relationship with them, and they can get it done. And will it cost you $500 or $1,000 more? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. Totally. They they will do it all for you. But it's, and it's really cool. And then you walk away with your one APN is now four APNs or whatever you wanted to do. Now you have four things to sell instead of one. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. It really is great. It's cool. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called How Much Land Acquisition Due Diligence is Too Much. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Jill's going to talk all about that. Yeah. She has a, Jill has a few professional peeves. Yep. And spending too much time and digging yep. and digging and digging into this piece of property to f- try to find something wrong is one of her peeves. Or just try to find too much about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, coming up for air two weeks later and all you've been doing is due diligence and you've ignored everything else in your business. That can happen. And I'm here to save you. thank you for tuning in by the way jack and i are very aware that not everyone has 100 grand lying around to buy land 
So, just so you know, we fund many Land Academy members first, and then non-members land deals every single week. They need to be good, by the way. Um, and I want to know how, where you got it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. And how, what am I talking about? Where can you find out more? Go to landfunding.com. And then, in addition to us, our community has combined man I'm gonna, this is probably this number is probably outdated, but when we were talking about this, I I knew of about forty million dollars floating around that our people are using to fund other land academy member deals. So if you want more information, just send a note to support at landacademy.com. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property. <laughs>